Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That's great. Yeah, I'm so grateful to God this uh, afternoon. He has been so gracious to us and so loving. So as we come before him, I want each one of us just to recognize the great love that God has towards you, towards all of us, your family, and all that your hands are meant to do. Uh, I want us today just to meditate over something, uh, a scriptural portion that we are very familiar with. But as the Lord will want to minister to us, let's be open. Let us ask God to speak to us in his own way. The Bible says, once has he spoken, twice have I heard. So that the word of God has got multiple meanings to diverse people depending on their needs. We may speak the same thing, but in accordance with your faith, God will touch you, and God will lift you in his own special way. I want us uh, to open our scripture in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 11. verse 12 and uh, 13. Matthew chapter 12. Chapter 11, uh, verse 12. The Bible says, I'll start from 11. I tell you the truth, of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist. I want us to underline that portion, none is greater than John the Baptist. Yet even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. Verse 12, and from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and violent people are attacking it. Some version says, and, uh, and people take it by force. Eh? Uh, forcefully advancing and violent people are attacking it. That's another area just to underline. Then verse 13, for before John came, all the prophets and the law of Moses looked forward to this present time. Let's pray. Everlasting Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we thank you this afternoon. Behold, my Father, we are at your feet. Each one of us desires that you speak to us as individuals. Yes, you may have a message for us as a church, but Lord, in my heart, I want you to speak to me. There is another person who wants to be spoken to in our midst. And I pray, King of glory, 
that you shall speak and meet us at the point of our needs and also challenge our lives to rise up to the challenge that you have posed before us as a body of Christ and as individuals. Father, we pray that your purpose be fulfilled in our lives. Thank you for what you're going to share with us this afternoon. In Jesus' name, I pray it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, there's something very interesting because when God begins to speak like this, the words that he chooses are carefully selected and they're meant to send a clear message to the reader and to the listener. So first of all, Jesus Christ has drawn a boundary and the boundary is John the Baptist. People lived before John the Baptist and people will have lived after John the Baptist. And the Bible is saying that of all who have ever lived, that is up to the time of John the Baptist, there was none greater than John the Baptist. So John the Baptist becomes a defining personality at that time. And it's important for us to reflect over his life and the message around him and the message he came to pronounce because it does appear in the plan of God, he was a defining moment that things had run in a different pattern up until the time he appeared. And after him, things also took a different direction. And that is what we need to fix in our mind as we reflect over his word today. So I want us to look at the life of John the Baptist for a while, reflecting over it in terms of what the scripture has just alluded to. One, prior to the appearing of John, there was order, there was order. That scripture presupposes there was some form of order, but after him, there's some violence. Where there is violence, there seems to be no particular pattern Order goes with pattern. Worship was orderly. You could only worship God in a given way. You could only worship God on given occasions. You could only approach God in a given style. You could only approach God in a, a defined manner. If you did otherwise, it was deemed not to be true worship. Prayer was also orderly. So there were times for people to go for prayer. That is why we read those who were during that transition, because up until the book of Acts, we notice some practices are still being carried on. That is why John, Peter and John, are going to the temple at the time of prayer, which means there was a definite time that uh, 
people were supposed to pray. I dare say the thirst for God was also organized. People were not just anyhowly seeking the face of God. There were moments that people would come and seek the face of God. And then again, another season, they go astray. Pursuit for righteousness was also orderly before John the Baptist. Service to God was also orderly. Even the, the, the ministering in the temple, it was not just a question of, oh, I feel touched, now I have to do this. No, there were specific people who were supposed to carry on those services. The priest was only to appear before God at given times and in a given manner, prepared in a, a, a particular way. Anything short of that could spell death to the individual. That's why we see at the time people are going to the temple, the high priest, uh, there was there were a bell and a, a rope tied on the, on the foot because people are terrified. And when fear comes in people, there's some form of order that comes in. But Jesus declares that since that time, the kingdom suffers violence and only the violent take it by force. Now, you know, those words make me reflect back to my country because uh, whenever there is a run in for anything, even the police stand on their own, they, they take a different direction and allow things to go by because you cannot stop people at all. Uh, people are very aggressive. People want to go forth and take whatever they want. So Jesus is telling the church that the season after John the Baptist, things have changed. Don't wait for things to be brought to you. It is a moment of individual aggression to partake of what God has prepared for you. We have entered a season, we entered a season at that time when you no longer had to wait to be advised to do, to seek the face of God. We entered into a season in which you as an individual must determine what you are going to partake from the kingdom of God. I was watching some clip some time back from one country in Africa and some kind of riots were coming up and there was this truck that was carrying flour and noodles and all these things to a different town. And somehow, I don't know why it stopped, but people realized there was food inside the truck. And at that time, there was no order. Even old men would end up picking noodles and they were very happy they had secured something for themselves. You would ordinarily you would think maybe the, the old man will pick on noodles and throw them to the children and look for the flour. Because in Africa, we believe in strong food. 
usually based on flour, maize flour or, or cassava flour, whatever it may be. But this was our question because there was no order. Whatever your hands, whatever you laid your hands upon, that was your own. And if you did not lay on anything, then you came out empty-handed. And that is what Jesus is telling the kingdom today. That this kingdom of God, at this moment,